Welcome to a journey through time and stuff. Episode number three. Closer to the heart. Closer to the heart. Rush, motherfuckers. Rush. Mr. Smith. Mr. Singleton. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing awesome. Doing pretty good. Welcome. We're back. Yes, we are. Glad to be back, my friend. What a crazy week we've had out there. Dude, the weather kicked up. It showed us some uh, little bit of Alaska. Yeah, our homeland shined through in Portland. It was wild. It was really good. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I love the snow. It, it really felt... It was nice. Even though it sucked for travel, it, it was nice. Yeah. It it, it'd be better if Portland could uh, just manage their roads a little better, man. They just don't have it down. <laughs> Rush, my friend. Listen to... So if you didn't know, that was closer to the heart. The heart, just like he said. (laughs) (laughs) Closer to the heart. That was closer to the heart. Off the album, A Farewell to Kings. Yeah, uh, Rush's fifth album. Fifth studio album. Yes. Yeah. I don't know, man. Awesome album. Super proggy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Back in in the... guitar days when Rush wasn't so piano driven. This was the first time they put they this is the first time they had synthesizers in their music right? at all. It was the first time that Mm. that they busted. Still newly introduced. Yeah and um, they had to so Getty Lee and Alex Lifeson had to this was the first time they really had to bring out a lot of like effects pedals and crazy stuff on stage and when you see the iconic pictures of Rush early in the early with both of them holding the big double-necked Gibson guitars, uh-huh. that was for this album, 1977. Mm-hmm. And that w- they had to have that because of how many overlays and strings and stuff they did for, well, Closer to the Heart, not so much. That was a pretty straightforward song. But yeah, um, some of the other songs on the album that we're going to listen to later. Oh, yeah. The songs... Um, uh, this is 30 years old. Yeah, yeah. It's 30 years old. Right. No. Yeah. 40 years, 40 old. years old. Jesus Christ, 40 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No. Um, no, that's wild, man. It's really good. Yeah, dude, this 40. came out in 1977. The album we're listening to 
I I I did some research. I checked the the all album on ours. This our album's actually a third U.S. pressing. Oh wow! Um, and this was actually pressed in 1982. Wow! And they only did one more pressing after that before the re-release in '97. Which there's nothing special about them. They printed no. quite a few of these. It is cool. Nice. It's but nice to see where yeah. the origin. It was printed. Where it came from. It was printed in um. Uh, at PRC Recordings in Richmond, Virginia. There you go. Yeah, 1982. This uh, this album was the first album that went gold in the U.S. Was for it? Rush? Really? Yep. Um, yeah, they did well over in Canada, but I guess they didn't. Uh, later, it went platinum after like three months. Oh wow! So, well, I know closer to the heart went reached. Uh, 36 on the U.S. Top 197 in, in I mean, 1977. That was the highest they got. And, and that's wild. This was their most, this is their best selling album. Uh, it's wild. Yeah, that is crazy to think about. I know. Yeah. And how iconic Rush is too. Well, and how many like so- albums they came out with later that just had mm. all like the big hits they're really known for. Right. And this even with all those songs, Tom Sawyer and, you know, Free Will, I mean, all, all those other songs, the, this album is still their best-selling album. Hmm. Interesting. Wild. Very cool. Well, yeah. But it was recorded in Wales. They're from Canada, but they flew to Wales to record it. And then it was mastered in London. Yeah. Yeah. They have kind of this weird affair with uh London. Terry Brown. Oh yeah, their producer. Yep. Well, for ten of their albums. Yeah. And then and they ditched him. He said it was a mutual split. Right. But you know, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Who really knows? Dude, they're they're Canadian. They they're just on they go on their own. Right, they could only who, handle so many. Who really knows what those Canadians think? Yeah, they said that part of it was uh, Neil Pert was going to be kind of experimenting with drum triggers and things like that, and he yeah. was just like, "Yeah, I'm not into the electronics." He always valued the sound that Rush had, like they sounded live all the time, right? Which they do. No, so, dude, it's so good. Yeah, I, that's what you know. It's infectious. It is. Well, r- dude, Rush is probably. Easily in my top five favorite bands of all time, mm-hmm. forever. It's Rush. Yeah, I got to see. I got to see. You got to watch them. You got to see them live on their last tour ever. Yeah. A- after they finished the tour that we got, me and Rusty got to see. They yeah. Neil Peart said he wasn't going to tour anymore. Yeah, this album's forty, and you know it's yep. the fifth album. <laughs> right. Yeah, they've been doing it a long time. But that's awesome. But they're good, man. They're. I I would say they're the best three-piece band like you have some pretty good power trios man but rush is has to be the best three-piece that was yeah. always a three-piece oh man zz tops up there gosh get his vocals <sighs> dude so in this song on cygnus x1 which is going to be the last song oh. the last song we listened to tonight on cygnus x1 though it's the last song on the b-side um Getty sings the highest note he in any recorded album they did on that song, and it's a B flat fifth. 
Okay. So it's <laughs> so instead of like a, a C fifth, five octaves above middle C, it's just a B flat fifth. So a half a step, uh, a full step below C fifth, five octaves, dude. It's you'll hear it's so high. Oh. <laughs> it's so high. That's awesome. But yeah, it's it's on this album. It's his highest note he's ever sang. <laughs> That's amazing. We'll hear it. We're gonna play it later. We're gonna play a few more songs for you guys on this album. Yeah, we will. You know what else is amazing? Um, what's that, my Dude, friend? We got we got some new pop filters. We, yeah, we're yeah we're using them right now, and it's awesome. I hope we don't sound too poppy. Right? No, now we're less poppy. We're just right. Yeah. No, we got it from a good friend of ours, a new friend of ours. We we met in this nice little community of St. John's. Yeah, yeah. I was inviting people to listen to the podcast, and she just happened to mention that she had some extra stuff laying around for us, and I swung by, and she was so awesome. So we're going to say thank you, Wonderful. Donna. Thank you, Donna, for yes. the pop filters. And uh, wonderful yeah. community we have here, St. John's, man. Yeah, man, St. John's is amazing. Little, little town. I feel fortunate that um, that moving here from Alaska, that this is where we ended up, man. Because, like, yeah, we could have ended up in Beaverton, or we could end up in you know Southeast Portland somewhere, and just been like, oh, yeah. you know, this is what it's like here. Like, mm. but no, man, we got lucky. We, we did. We got up here way community oriented. It's a neighborhood. Yeah. It's an actual neighborhood. Yeah. It's really neat. But yeah, thank you, Donna. Yep, yep. We also got a new podcast friend, Gary Hansen. Yeah, you 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 really met that was cool, man. Yeah. He uh runs a podcast called I'll Have a Beer and Talk. <laughs> but yeah. We, I love that idea. Like right? well, I mean, it's genius. That's, that's basically what we're that's doing. That's what we're doing. We sit yeah. here, we talk, we have a beer, but he really just named he, it. I'll have a beer and talk. Well, what I love about it on his site, and uh, we got links on our page. You can find him, you know, through us. But uh, what I like is he says what beer he's having, you know, yep. you know, IBUs and, you know, how, you know. Everything. <laughs> how the what facts. it is. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So, you know. Kind of like we discuss the f- albums every episode. He, he actually discusses the beer. <laughs> Very good, but that's really good, man. Yeah. So yeah, Gary, new friend, check out his podcast, everybody. Yeah. Thanks everybody who's you know followed us and liked us on Facebook, supported us so far. It's we're getting some good, you know, a little bit here things. and there. Got a couple of people biting last week. Yeah, that was nice. It felt nice. We know that there's at least a few, a handful of you guys listening. Oh yeah. So we know you're out there. <laughs> we're building this up. We don't expect it to. Boom. But hey, we we bottled our beer. We, we taste. We 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 checked it, tasted it after it's sat for three weeks, and it was tasted like beer, man. Right. Just waiting for that carbonation. Yeah. So and, we, uh, we so we we with the bottling kit. <laughs> excuse me. With the bottling kit, we got um, these carbonation drops, like carbonation little pill things that you're supposed to put in the bottles when you put the bottles or put the beer in the bottles. Um, and to carbonate it, but you can also use sugar, I guess. So, um, we bottled half of them with using the supplied carbonation drops and we did the other half using just table sugar to see which was better. Yeah. See what the taste difference is. See if there is a difference. They both are supposed to carbonate 
the beer equally like it's supposed to be the same two tablespoons of sugar for two of these little drops i don't know we'll see i almost thought about putting one of the carbonation pills in my mouth but i didn't know what it would do <laughs> it, d- it wouldn't tell me what they're made out of on the back it just said carbonation pellets really or carbonation drops yeah. they're just sugar balls maybe they didn't smell like sugar yeah what else oh man yeah i don't know well maybe we can we'll consult the wise internet yeah the almighty wise internet we'll see we'll see <laughs> heck yeah <sighs> oh man so dude uh <sighs> rough day today oh yeah in the football world it was rough I'm, I'm sorry man yeah we just got w- done watching the uh seahawks lose to the falcons but yeah they played a hell of a game we had they look r- good yeah they they're doing good i mean they pff. they can drive man they can they really just have a pretty good offense man yeah it's hard to complain with and just, and th- they're and really good, dude. <laughs> honestly, though, the penalties, man. Oh yeah, it was. You guys played a really good beginning of that game and mm-hmm. look, we're looking good. I think it's just a couple penalties gotten some of the heads. And oh yeah, it just it changed uh, the whole mindset. Pulled <laughs> the wind right out of your sails. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Mm. Sad <laughs> sails. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, sad sails. It's all right though, but you know? that's football. That's oh, where the most season definitely. is. And you know what? Woo. So go freaking Packers! Yeah. yeah, Packers tomorrow. And uh, go Chiefs! Against Packers against the Cowboys, man. I'm nervous. Oh yeah. Everybody's saying the Packers are going to lose tomorrow. I don't believe it, but yeah. Also, hopefully it isn't up to a uh, Aaron Rodgers hail mary. Hopefully it's uh, no hopefully you guys just dominate, yeah. so we don't got to freaking pucker our butts to the end. Well, just like, you know. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. We got beat by them once already, week six. and um, Or week eight. And, you know, they came back. We won. And um, I don't know. We were a different team then, though. Very true. We were a different team. You guys are on a hot streak. Yep, but fucking Jordy, dude. Oh, Jordy Nelson's out with a... Um, Broken ribs. Oh, yeah. From that... Cr- that hit, man, Oof. that was gnarly. That yeah. really looked bad. Poor guy. At least it's not his leg. Oof. Like, you know what I mean? Oof. At least it's yeah. not his leg like Oof. last time. Bad leg breaks. Like, at least it was yeah. just gruesome ribs. Mm. I mean, he's out for the rest of the season. Even if we go all the way to Super Bowl, he's not going to be able to play. He's out. Yeah. But, you know, hopefully we do. We're we're the last chance of our household. Yep. Well, I mean, if both are out, then kind of go Kansas City, I guess. Yeah. Fucking in, in, in Texas and Patriots, I go Texans. Yeah, fuck the Patriots. <laughs> so many people dislike the Patriots. I S- a lot of people like the Patriots, obviously I do, too, and, and that's fine, right? I, Everyone has their team they dislike and like. I've always like disliked the Cowboys, but I mean, it's not really for any personal reason or anything. Yeah, it was because they called themselves America's team. Right. For some and reason, they I was weren't. like, man, I was like, man. They stole it from, like. They were kind of cocky. They stole it from the teams that were around, like, 30 years before them. <laughs> Those <laughs> were America's teams. Right, right. Any one of them. Yeah. Bears uh, were around way before most of the teams, dude. Bears were one of the first. Duh, Bears. Duh, <laughs> Bears. Cool. We're sports centers. <laughs> we're, we're right We're there. like Skip and Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> Undisputed. Dude. Except we're nowhere near bad as. Uh, Skip Bayless. 
man. <laughs> Are we going there? We're, of course we're going there. I don't oh. know if anybody pays attention to Skip Bayless, this fucking douchebag. <laughs> like, yeah, he's on TV. He might be like this guy who's the antithesis of Shannon Sharp, who's a... <laughs> Dude, Shannon Sharp, number eighty-four. When he played, for, he was one of the oh, yeah. greatest tight ends that fucking was around at his time, dude. Right, let the man talk. But <laughs> Skip Bayless, like, if he just is, you know, he might be feeling a little um, Napoleon, uh, Napoleon complex, you know. <laughs> maybe just really just has a little dick. I don't know. Possibly, but the the dude <laughs> created fake accounts to comment on his account. About how much his new show Undisputed is fucking cool. <laughs> and then one of the times he was doing this, he forgot to sign out of his own account. So him as Skip commented on his show going, hey, Skip, I love your show. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of a crazy guy? <laughs> like, you're already famous. You're already on TV. You're already like a celebrity in a sense. Like, definitely. Like, <laughs> you got to get on... Fake Twitter, yeah, and you gotta like fake tweet your own show. Oh, you're so good. Let me fucking. That's awesome. I'm gonna web masturbate (laughs) myself. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder, like, I don't know. I wonder if he like couldn't sleep at night because he like felt guilty about it. (laughs) I don't know, man. (laughs) Right, he might sit there at night, like (laughs) one hand down his pants and one hand grabbing the Kleenex to wipe away his tears. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Poor, poor skip. Oh, look, first time. Let's just look into these eyes, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you going to look is, at him? This is the... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we got a picture of him. If you can get... If you can get oh, Baelish. Oh, sorry, everybody. That's the face. <laughs> That's the skip face. The fake Twitter face. Oh, man. The crying because I can't live with myself anymore face. <laughs> right there. <laughs> Oh, that's too good. <laughs> it says drunk Skip Bayless. I don't know, man. I just Probably awesome. I can't take the guy fucking seriously. We'll look into that. Maybe we'll have yeah. an update. We'll have a Skip update every couple of weeks. I just can't <laughs> take the fucking guy seriously. Who else could we do that could be fun? Scott Stapp? He's, he, I guess <laughs> that guy's a, a roller coaster. <laughs> we just go right from crappy people to like Creed. All right, let's just pick yeah, Scott right. Stapp. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about Scott Stapp? <laughs> Oh man! Oh, he's right Too here. Funny. What about him? Oh yeah. I love. I mean, I love Creed. Don't get me wrong. Back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's a face. It looks like he's having like mental breakdown. <laughs> On the inside, he's friggin'. Uh, but that's I look at that's. Very whoa! Back in the day, oh yeah, very distinguished looking, slim. He oh, like yeah. forty pounds younger. Yeah, see, that's, that's the face of Christian rock and roll. But no, he they never admitted to it. You've heard all of it. We they 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 yeah they sang some songs about oh. some Golden Streets and Can You Make Me Higher and all. Blah, 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 blah. But, but they never actually went like, yep, those were Christian songs. Oh well, Tremonti to the day, Tremonti to the day still says they're not. Wow. Well, that's at least what I read. I could be wrong. Who knows? Maybe we'll get a backlash. Maybe that'll be the first thing that, you know, really becomes a craze on our website. You I know, don't know man. People just Someone like, how dare you diss Scott Stapp? And Skip Bayless is a classy gentleman. You know, I don't know. Someone's going to freaking 
Hmm. Someone's going to tweet us with better scotch than us. And they're going to defend Scott's staff. Look at this. Okay, we're going to go to the powerful Wikipedia. Oh, God, I said that word. I, I can't say that. I, said, I, I used my quota for that word last episode. Oh. I can't say it anymore. We use that site every once in a while. Wikipedia? Yeah, Wikipedia is fine. I just said the P word, which I'm not allowed to say anymore. Um, let's look at this, Jason. Where did it say? Mm. You know what word I'm talking about. Oh, I remember. It just came to you. We never got an official count on the word. If mm, we never got it. I didn't even. I, I went back and listened to it. Oh, I got a funny story for you, too. I love it. Um, I have a good story. But so I went back and I was listening to our second episode. Uh-huh. And it's when we were talking about like kind of what was motivating, motivating us and stuff like that. And Beth walked in and I'm listening to podcasts all the time. And she's she <laughs> she comes into the bedroom and she's like. Listen to this, God. Do you just do you just follow everything of the people you listen to? <laughs> and I'm like, and sh- and she goes, who, "Who is this? Who are you listening to?" I'm like, um, "Babe, that's me." <laughs> like she, it just didn't make it sense. She walked in, heard our podcast going, like me listening to our own podcast, you know, and she thought it was somebody else that I listened to and she was just complaining about me listening to podcasts and then all of a sudden it's <laughs> our podcast she's complaining oh, about and it blew her mind. She like she just busted up in laughter like <laughs> clicking. That's too funny. It was pretty good, dude. That's <laughs> sweet. That's gotta be so funny. <laughs> That's awesome. It was really good. It <sighs> says right somewhere I was just seeing it. Um... What you digging up now? Oh, I was looking for where I had read about um, Creed. I was just looking for stuff about Creed. It doesn't matter. Oh. It I, doesn't uh, matter. Well, I do. I have a story that freaking ties into our crazy weather, man. Go for it. Yeah. I uh, I met some people at work today. It was early in the morning. They're like, hey, we're driving all the way from... Uh, we started in California, and we're going to finish... You know, in the tip of Washington. And I'm like, okay. Well. And they're like, do we need chains or not? And I'm like, in California. Well, they probably, you know, I'm like, what kind of vehicle do you have? They're like, well, we got a newer van. And I'm like, what kind of tires do you have? And they're like, oh, well. I And I was like, do you got all weather tires are better? And then they're like, no, we just got summers. And I was like, ah, I bet you those are slick and bald. You're probably going through freaking going up north, you know. You're going to need some freaking time. And they probably don't have the experience driving. No. You know, uh, you know, not, you know, no one expects anybody to be a super swell driver. Just if you're not, stay off the road. You know, don't danger people, you know, if For you're not real. a good driver, you know, just be safe. But it was a good conversation, though, because uh, um, I met. A person that was, uh, you know, had never driven on the roadways, and I just talked about <laughs> freaking braking strategies and things like that. Uh, yeah, I was like, "You guys got ABS brakes or no?" <laughs> and he's like, "What's that?" <laughs> you know, whatever. Pump your brakes, people. Yeah. Don't stomp and slide. I don't know. Even if you have ABS or not, still pump your brakes. Yeah, pump them. It helps. Pump it. Always pump it, actually, in every situation. If you have the ability to pump, do it. Mm hmm. Yeah. For real. (laughs) If you have the ability to pump, do it. 
Yeah. Whether it be in your car with your foot on the pedal or in the gym. Mm-hmm. Pump. Pump. Ah, yeah, buddy. Yeah, the, the weather was crazy, man. Yeah, foot of, of snow. snow. Foot. Yeah, overnight. Yeah, it was wild. It was... Uh, shit. Dude, so... I missed a day at work. Yeah, I actually... <laughs> I got called in. Yeah, you you like Everybody's missed an like, hour of work. You I, thought you were home free, and I then did. they were like, "No, we called got, you. We got somebody. We Some, got a car to work on." <laughs> what 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 did you end up doing? Oh God, that was that day. It was a day. Yeah, I went in to do a lift kit on a Dodge 2010 Dodge, doing a uh, six inch lift on it, and um, they shipped us the wrong parts for it. So we took the truck all the way apart. Already did the major f- frame modifications, and then had the wrong brackets for the differential drop, so <laughs> it was just stuck apart. And then I had to go home early. It was a waste of a day because they couldn't even get us any new parts anyway. Damn! If it would have been a day where the trucks were actually running right, it probably would have came in. And yeah, we could have had it out still that day. Smooth sailing. No problem though. I mean, it's done now. Of course. Yeah, it happens. <sighs> yep. Dude, I'd I'd actually another. Th- cool kind of fun thing at work well i was just gonna say with the, Go with it. the big snow our delivery drivers from my work mm-hmm. um n- like one of the guys there didn't claimed he didn't know how to put on chains oh and we they use like dodge sprinter vans the big new van oh, yeah. sprinter vans and their front wheel drive and he put chains on the rear everybody was doing that dude chains on the rear everybody and then they were spinning out, and they couldn't figure out why. He said he thinks his rear wheels are broken. That's what they said. We think our rear wheels are and broken. these are people delivering car parts? <laughs> that sucks. Brother, I'm telling you. That's rough. But needless to say, because they were having these issues, now Baxter's has gone and said that everybody needs to take winter safety driving courses. Huh. But everything's going to huh. melt by the time they initiate those. But I now have to take their courses, too, because I have to dri- test drive my vehicles that I work on. True, yeah. Even though I'm not part of their drivers, then yeah. I still have to take a winter safety driving course, even though winter is now melting. It's on the decline. It's it over. Is. We're going to be doing winter safety on pavement. <laughs> and what sense does that fucking make? Yeah, yeah nothing. <laughs> zip, zip, not a nun. It's fine. Yeah, you'll be all right. Yeah. It'll be fun. I know. (laughs) You'll make the best of it. I'll get to drive something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. (sighs) Yeah, man. But that was winter time. Happy, happy, happy winter too. To the people that listen to this in the summertime, when they like get around to it, they're like, yeah, I've liked your page for like a couple months, but they guys, yeah, (laughs) freaking. They have freaking 20 episodes. Oh. oh, let's go back to number three. <laughs> Maybe I'll click that one. Yeah. Well, that was what winter was like, folks, in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> the beginning of 2017. It was kind of yeah. crazy. Coming at you hard. It Coming was, at you hard. See? It was rough out there. It was super rough. Dude, speaking of that's funny, <laughs> you did a New York accent. You know oh. what's happening right now for a couple of brothers of ours? Yeah, dude. Dude, pow- props to Noise Brigade, you guys. You're fucking. You're signed. 
You're yeah. fucking, even though you just play it off like it's not this thing, you're it's in New York. Down. You're in New York getting fucking your first studio album recorded, dude. Oh, yeah. Dudes, you guys. Cool dudes. You we love you, man. Yeah. Good beautiful work. dudes. If, anybody, if any of you guys haven't heard them, go check out Noise Brigade. Check out Noise Brigade. Brothers R- of ours, we're all from Alaska. Rumor has it they can get cheap uber rides <laughs> don't quote me on that but i'm pretty sure you can <laughs> i'm quoting you on that don't quote me on that <laughs> awesome no man yeah you guys we love you check it out hopefully they'll when they come back and they're not too f- when they're when their fame is right. wore off they'll come be on our podcast right <laughs> <laughs> they'll be the biggest deal that look, ever came on our show look out for maybe. the little guys maybe <laughs> dude it could i don't know that's awesome it's not like we have a lot of people to help launch <laughs> them any farther. <laughs> like, we have 36 listeners. Right. You Blake, can, uh... Blake, thanks for talking to us again. I don't know. <laughs> That's awesome. Nah, dude. Very cool. Yeah, man. I had a freaking... One of my best associates got promoted. One of your best associates got promoted. So that was good. Cheers to Justin. Very said nice. I'd say something. <laughs> Figured I'd forget something. Does he? Does he look? Does he listen? Does Justin listen? Justin is a particularly awesome person. Does he listen to our podcast though? <laughs> I don't know. Well, well, I'm not going to be that pusher. I, I won't. Yeah, but see, you can you can say he's awesome. Yeah, I think he will. I'm going to reserve my hold my <laughs> my place for putting the awesome out there until okay. I know he listens. Okay, that's fair. I take I take your awesome okay. with a lot of um, like yeah. it has a lot of weight behind it. Mm. You you have a great judge of awesome. Yeah. Well, thank uh, you. I'm gonna withhold my awesome until I know he listens. Then okay. I'll, I'll, I'll if he, if I knew he if right yeah. now if you had gone yeah dude he listens I don't know I've checked out I would have gone he does <laughs> he awesome. does cool stuff uh, he, I, that's great he I does bet he does instrumental music and stuff it's really like <laughs> awesome random. Still. Expansive Still makes your brain wiggle. I like wiggle. I know you'll like it. I think I'll show you some tunes sometimes. Good, it's I good. would hope so. Now I'm sure he'll listen. I'll tell him, "Hey man, at this time, I don't said, tell him what time. Oh tell yeah, him in I'll the third like, episode we talked about him. Okay, that's how I'll hook him. That's how we'll have to listen at least this far. Yep. Strategic. Right. Be strategic. That's what an old man would say. Right. <laughs> You gotta get him, son. <coughs> gotta hook him in. <coughs> Justin's crafty with his um, language and accents. <coughs> accents? Oh, man. Uh-huh. Yeah. Me and him in the same room gets kind of a uh, little wild. He's a drummer. But yeah, anyways. He's probably like, man, why are you talking about me so much? I'll talk about him. I've never met him. I bet he's a great guy. <laughs> Thanks for adding something. So it's just not like I'm like got this boy crush. <laughs> Good stuff. So yeah. on that note, <coughs> mm. yeah, life, mm. life in the fast lane. Life in the fast lane. Yeah. Everybody move Life in the fast lane. Dude, hopefully. That's the riff. That's the best part of that whole song. Is that riff? That that's the hooker. Yeah, that's the one that gets you. That's the reason why I'm singing it right now because I heard it freaking five hours ago. And I'm just like, ah, there it is, giving it to you. 
giving it to you. Hell yeah. Oh um, man, want to blast at number two? <laughs> 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 Wait. Oh, whoa. leave dramatic pause. <laughs> yeah. Okay, want to blast number two? Sure. All right. This is uh, gonna be the second song. <laughs> blast that number we play. Two. It's actually the title song of Farewell to Kings. Oh, that's it. We have sound. <laughs> I love the message in this song. Listen to the words in this song. I think it's actually like kind of fitting today. Yeah, I think so too. (laughs) Synthesizers. Going three four seven eight three four four four. Getty Lee is my idol. 
bass player. Man, I just his attack, his tone, everything about how he plays. songs but a message yeah yeah yeah, this song especially like yeah great message the name of the freaking album itself and then the last line closer to the heart like it being the single off of it like Mm -hmm. ah yeah i feel like the two songs even could have been like together yeah or the lyrics could have been written at the same time you know maybe and and then you know they just felt that was where they divided it right or something i don't know man Mm, i don't know Maybe not. I wonder if there's ever been anything written on it, but yeah. Digging through, I never saw anything yeah. about it, but no, I didn't find it actual really neat. That again, though, Neil Peart, man, Peart, he's a, uh, he's kind of a, you know, quiet to himself dude. And he wrote all the lyrics. For, I mean, most of the lyrics for all their songs. Yeah. He's really and like unique. He's yeah. I mean, he's yet awesome. he just like really secretive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, he's just he's doing his own thing, man. He's al- always been that guy to do his own thing. Yeah, forever, dude. That's what freaking Fly by Night, my favorite song. That's what it's all about. Oh, Fly yeah. by Night is freaking like about Neil Peart moving from Canada to London, and freaking in what he wrote it in '75 in uh, yeah in an airport on his way. Really? He wrote it in an airport. Wow. And, um, yeah, Fly By Night, just being irresponsible and just freaking going for it. 
Well, man, for, I love it. For it, years in the '90s, in in the late '80s, early '90s, mid—I mean, through a lot, like mm-hmm. a good decade of the band's history together, they were still writing albums together. Mm-hmm. And Neil Peart didn't talk to the guys. He didn't hang out with them. He didn't do any of that shit. He literally, he literally rode his motorcycle everywhere, and he would show up for a gig, play. All the roadies and decade, you know, guys' hands and you know, drum techs and everybody would set up all this stuff. He'd show up, sound check. They'd play. He'd have a separate hotel room than the guys, and then he'd get back on his motorcycle, fucking ride off into the distance and leave. Dude didn't hang, and he didn't hang. And then he'd show up to the album, record all his drum tracks for all the parts. Because he's a fucking machine and he can lay it out like that. Mm. Record all his fucking parts. And then he'd leave. And albums would come out and then Getty and Alex would do all the press and all that stuff. And Neil was just out out of it. Neil was Neil. But, you know, his daughter died and he had like a bad, powerful stuff, you know, out. God, I said that again. That's I can't say that word. (laughs) <laughs> now everyone remembers <laughs> what it was. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I hope they, I hope it slipped under the two and they didn't catch it. They're like, wait, right. what, what was uh, it? Well, we don't want to go, go back. back. We don't, wait, what if they don't want to go back? Oh, if, well, if you're listening to this on iTunes, you have a 15 second back button. You can go back just 15 right. seconds. You'll catch it. Yep, you will. <laughs> if you're listening awesome. on iTunes, right? Where else can people find us, Aaron? Um, man, you can <laughs> find us right now on. Podbean itself, they have an app. Great yeah, app, you can download I have that. that. Actually. Yeah, you it's can have the Podbean app. Um, you can find us online on our website, timeandstuffpodcast.com. Um, you can listen to us on iTunes. You can find us on Google Play in their podcast section. Um, and we're soon going to be on Stitcher, so yeah. that one's coming as well. We're Heck just trying yeah. to get out there as many places for you guys to hear us and all the while keep it free for you to keep listening and downloading these episodes. Right now you can get all of our stuff and we're going to keep it that way for free. Right. Um, if we get enough listeners for you guys, if enough of you listening, then you might start hearing ads and stuff before or after our podcast. Um, mm-hmm. But that's just to, you know, pay for the storage because we're having more of you listen. So. Right. We love it. We want to keep it free for all you. We want to hope. Exactly. We hope that you guys find this entertaining enough to just listen to it, man. That's all we want. That's all we want. Yeah, we just want to share really good music with you guys. Tell you a little bit about its history, and then we want to freaking talk and have beer and heck yeah, we we really want more interaction and you and know. monkey sco- shoulder scotch. Not that we are endorsed by these people at all, but it's delicious. And we actually just finished the bottle today. Yeah. So yeah. Last glass. Yeah, last glass of the monkey shoulder. It's Heck yeah. That means one bottle lasts about three podcasts, two guys. Not too, not too bad. Not nah. too shabby. Not at all. <laughs> Very cool. But man, it's, I don't know. I've been thinking about it now that we've, you know, sitting this last week between, um, between, you know, I don't know, doing... Doing the last, the first two podcasts and then like mm. having a whole week to like sit here and think about the third one. And like, I don't know, man, it's a, it's a pretty, it's, it's a pretty daunting and, but yet cool thing to like prepare for. Yeah. Like I find my, a lot of my time being devoted to it. A lot of my outside thought process being devoted to it. Yeah. It really does. Like, I don't know. It is really infectious. That's what kind of what I'm finding out, and like, 
it's making me want to be able to even use like my work time, you know, not like it's taken away from my, you know, productivity, but as far as like, I'm seeing things that I'm just like, Oh, I really want to talk about this on the show just because, you know, it pertains yeah. to my life. And I think, you know, other people can get something out of it. That's what's important. Like what, what's the deal with fucking the kids? Not like in the Brussels sprouts, man. What? What? Brussels sprouts are delicious, man. I know they are. What? So kids don't like Brussels sprouts? <sighs> it's amazing. I remember when I was a kid, like everyone else was just kind of like, meh. I don't want no stinking Brussels sprouts. <laughs> you know? Dude, I didn't even. What's up with that, dude? I didn't even know Brussels sprouts existed until dude. I was like 18. I loved freaking Brussels sprouts. I loved asparagus. I love freaking spinach. I'd eat spinach out of the damn can. Just I like love it. Heat it up. Like my mo- we just like my mom wouldn't buy them. She, my mm, mom shopped. Mm. She didn't buy Brussels sprouts. Been like she didn't. We never ate them. We never, right. They, like she might have been a Brussels sprouts hater from birth. Like she n- just no. If I'm she, like afterwards, I've made cooked dinners. No, you made, like them. I know, I'm but singing. afterwards, I've cooked dinners and she's eaten them and been like, oh, oh. these are delicious. She just like. Not a fan. She All never, the time. No, yeah. she just never bought them. Like, hmm. like she wouldn't go. Oh, that's that should be part of our diet. No, yeah. no, she just that wasn't a food that she bought. Like right. in in all the grocery shopping she would do and buy all. You know, she made a lot of food and cooked oh, yeah. a lot of meat. Like oh, yeah. Brussels sprouts just weren't a thing. Right. That was in our diet. No, I get you. Sometimes, like this is just part of like you know regimens of like oh you know. Shit. Yeah, every couple know. weeks you have spaghetti. Every couple weeks you have like certain meals. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's yeah. how my house was too. And yeah. we had like some bomb meals. And that's why we had them so much too. But we all kept asking for them again. <laughs> and they're like, dude, we just had that. Come on. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, dude, it I I I I was at least eighteen before I had actually like Right. Oh had them enough times that you like knew had what they were. Them. <laughs> that's crazy. Not man. had them enough times. Like right. I n- I don't remember any of my like pre-college days. I don't ever remember eating a Brussels sprout before that. I I might have when I was a kid, mm-hmm. but like they're 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 iconic enough. Like I you eat them like you you remember eating See, Brussels sprouts. They're little right, pods and they right. look like little alien. They're little cabbages. Eggs. Right, but, well, kind yeah, not, but you know, kind of. But, but <laughs> I, I would totally remember eating them. But that's why I remembered them. Is because they yeah, were like see? little weird little cabbages. Right. Uh, nope. See, I would have totally made the same some something similar right, to if that. Right. happened. But no, I ne- I never ate them, and I I don't know if that's a weird thing or not, not. at all. I, I mean, it's, it's you just normal. missed the whole Brussels sprout hate craze. <laughs> I ate artichokes, man. Dude, artichokes, dude. I ate oh artichokes my God. like a motherfucker. That's something though. I haven't had for a while. Fucking just boiled, perfect, fucking. Right? Barbecued a little bit after they've been boiled, smoked a little oh bit. Yeah. Me and Aaron love cooking, dude. Anybody got some sweet recipes? You know, maybe we'll even share some recipes if we, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, That's a great outlet, actually. Cooking. Like, oh, by the way, guys, this is Aaron and Jason's fucking. This is the way we cook this. <laughs> like, right. try it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Dude, you cook good, man. I, think, I try. I think if anybody tried your food once, they'd be like, "I want to know. I want to know how." Aaron I does think the it. friends <laughs> of mine. I think the friends of mine who've, who are friends of mine and have actually eaten oh, yeah. my food. No, all your friends that are friends of yours, real friends of yours, they've eaten. Yeah, you're like that. You're just tossing out that. I, I was definitely instilled in the thing like, 
you 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 feed people, man. You want to show That's how you want to show you love people. You just they, if they're oh, over yeah. your house, you feed them, dude. Like right. food's a, a commodity. I still I don't know, even though it's not like it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like if, if it's more like if if we grew our own vegetables and then friends came over and we just gave them fresh vegetables out of our garden that's kind of how i view that as right the same if it, the same significance so if we didn't have a store if stores didn't exist yet mm. you know we're b- back in the covered fi- wagon days 14th no i'm talking way back i mean you know 13th 14th century here you know native american days mm. but there aren't there aren't stores yet there aren't outposts yet. Even back in the day, they had little trade shops and, you know, guys had pounds of bags of flour that they would trade. You know, there was none of that yet, man. And so you grew stuff and you cook stuff. Well, maybe the Native Americans because they were pretty tribe. Like, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to like equate. Yeah, yeah. Like something that you, you do something for yourself and you put hard work in so you have it, but yet you can just give it up easily to other people. Gotcha. My cooking for people feels like that for me. Mm. I don't know. That's what you like to yeah. give. That's what I like to give. Your I thought, contribution. I realized I was just sitting kind of far back from the microphone. Oh, that's all right. I might have been a little quiet there, guys. Sorry. It's all good. But I'm not going to repeat myself. He was talking about giving. I don't know. Because he's, he's a fool. Sometimes giver. I feel like I'm a staunchy guy. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm super overconfident or uh, like overconscious. What am I trying to say? Um, Like... I don't know. I, I pick at myself a lot. Yeah. Well, you know? I mean, that's good. I worry sometimes, if Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. As long as you're not overanalyzing yourself into the point of, like, picking too much at yourself. Well, it's just enough You're an improver, though. Like, you try to... You're always trying well, to constantly, I, like, improve something to make it a little better. But that's why. Because I constantly uh-huh. feel like it's never good enough. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why. It's okay. It it is okay, kind of. I mean, yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. I I'm I can do things and feel confident about what I do, mm. but I find myself more often than not feeling a sense of inadequacy. In in like the overall sense, like how how incredibly small we are. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Definitely. Like. How conceptually insignificant our time is here. Yeah. Like <laughs> how how much it like how little we actually get, and how mm. good for whatever reason how much our consciousness tries to make it like it's this. I mean, it's like it's huge. It, it is. It's the biggest thing we have, but it's so small. And it's all we got. Well, but if you think about it, it's just one yeah, person. But, but we're on a rock hurling through space. <laughs> Definitely. We're attached to a big round rock <laughs> hurling <laughs> through space, caught in a gravitational pull of a fucking nuclear furnace. And the crazy thing is, is we're all staring at our phones. That's <laughs> what I'm fucking saying, <laughs> That's dude. what's so and amazing, too. Like, we're all just like, whoa. So, 
The so best this, thing out there is in your phone, dude. We're like <sighs> zipping out there, man. So I don't. <laughs> no, I've been thinking a lot lately on this kind of thing right here, dude. I don't. This is good. I don't think we're meant to know the kind of information that we have access to. I don't think humans. I think it's going so fast that us as a species are kind of are actually kind of losing maybe um i i don't know i i I can't quantify it i i get what you're saying actually but i don't think that me and you are supposed to sit here and Mm -hmm. have our own little universe in the in the right in the 150 200 people we know and the job we work at and the few places we go and our normal places for lunch and the nice place we take our girls out for dinner and like you know the little i don't think in that and us just trying to make it through this we're supposed to be bombarded by what's happening in france we don't yeah. fucking live in france dude we're not supposed yeah. to see no fucking france it could have been any country could, obviously. no i was just i was gonna go further we're not supposed to see like selfie footage of like this this kid who's terrified by some fucking bombers coming from somewhere or people are raiding his city and we're not supposed to see his videos of him crying as he's like yeah like minutes away from potentially dying right is that and good is that bad? I, I i don't think it's good i don't think it's good i don't think we're supposed to know that stuff we have yes we have history we have things like that. There are documentaries that are made, but that is all post. That's that's all post the thing it happening, like to to worry about to see that stuff. Yes, we have to have compassion for people. Of okay? course, we have we have to exercise compassion for humanity, but we don't. We shouldn't see that because it it I I don't think it I, it should terrify us more that we don't know what's happening. We get to see it, and I don't think it's as real as if we didn't know what we heard. We if get we to had, see everything. If we that's had, that's, like, you know what I mean? We see big. everything. It's We are seeing the lives every day. Mm-hmm. We are living in our small communities that, that we made for ourselves just right. by existing and the people that we interact with. But we are f- f- seeing the potential lives of 7 billion fucking people, dude. Right. At any There's time. No stop. At any time. And wh- why? Why do we need to see all that stuff? Right. And it's the best of the best because Facebook's only sharing the best. And Facebook is by. working on 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 re on refiguring the algorithm. I've I've read a quite a bit actually. Facebook is working on like re um, reworking the algorithms at which news feeds on like your normal feed pops up for you. And gotcha. it's going to be less advertised. Like they're they're where we're working on that stuff because that and then the whole fake news thing that's really happening right now. Yeah, um, is always Facebook's always actually been happening. Fakes at fa- or <laughs> Facebook is working to try and mitigate that pretty good. I mean, nothing really good has happened yet, but there I I've, I've read some sources and heard some stuff that they're trying to work on it from reputable sources. Trying to knock it down. Um, but dude, about this this big thing. Like, so today, actually, um, I was just think the word a word popped into my head, Constantinople. Okay. What does that word mean to you, Constantinople? Constantinople. 
So to me, I remember that word from 10th grade, Mr. Zorbis's history class in 10th grade. And Constantinople was the basically the capital of the Byzantine Empire in the I mean, for Byzantines were basically an extension of the Roman Empire. Mm -hmm. And. um, (laughs) What was that? Where was I going with that? Oh, anyways. So Constantinople was the capital of the Byzantine Empire Mm -hmm. and they stretched through parts of Western Asia where Russia is now. Um, down through India and that whole range, uh, Eastern Europe, all of that, the Balkans, all, all of that was the Byzantine Empire. And it was basically the reformation of the Roman Empire. But it was, they, so Constantinople is, was the main city for over a thousand years and they had a wall around the city that they built. And it was this massive impenetrable wall. And, uh-huh. and it had stood for over a thousand years. And, through all of the crusades the first second and third fourth crusades yeah. all of the roman imp, um or the greek raids before that all of, you know through all of history a thousand years of attacks no one had ever taken over constantinople it was the big it was the oh, yeah. like and it had become such a thing like i just tried I was so I was thinking about that today, thinking about all I learned about, you know, back in the day um, and thinking about being somebody who was born in that city at that time. You're born in one of the most prolific cities in the world at this time. Say it's you're born in 1430. Okay, 1425, 1430, somewhere in that time. No electricity, no running water, nothing. You have some irrigation stuff and, you know, you can, you're growing crops and, um, it's, it's basically the end of the middle ages and you're like 10. Okay. You're 10 and you're farmer, you're, you're parents are farmers okay and maybe your uncle is a blacksmith okay? <coughs> there's a couple trades and they and they go into the city and you maybe live on the outskirts of the city in a on a farm mm. and you supply but you're still within the walls of constantinople okay you're in you're inside the city walls and the and you've been told since you've been born from your parents from your grandparents from you know Everybody. Everybody, all your relatives, everyone close that to you. you are in the most powerful city on the planet that they know of at the time, and they're they're not that far off from being right. Yeah, and they their walls that you live inside. See those walls out there? Mm. See that giant wall that surrounds the city? It has never been taken. It's existed for a hundred generations of our family inside these walls. We 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 have no idea now what that would be like. No. Growing up in a city with nothing but your hard work. You're a farmer. Right. You beat metal maybe, you're a blacksmith, maybe you shoe horses, maybe you clean shit. Who you you build some fucking shelters. Mm. You're you're a laborer. You 
whatever it is. You build the fucking wall. That's all you're doing. There's no money. There's no real possessions. You're not aiming to go to the fucking buy things. Yeah, you're not waiting for your lottery ticket. And then, (laughs) and then the Ottoman Empire comes. The Ottoman, the the Turks, the modern day now who are the Turks, the Air, the um the Muslims, dude. Mm. The Ottoman Empire comes from the south, and comes way out of the heart of the West Indies. And these people just were too far out of reach, but they've been building, and it's the mid fourteen thirties, and now an m- army larger than the city had ever seen comes and approaches. And the Byzantines are the Christians, by the way, at this time. Yeah. And the Ottoman Empire are the Arabs. And they are came from the south. And you're ten. And you're you're fifteen. Fuck, you're twenty five, you're thirty. And you've spent your whole life inside these walls being told this thing. And all of a sudden, this army Kurt brings a weapon. Dude, the Ottomans brought a cannon. Yeah. The f- first of it, it was over 100 feet long. It was a can because it had to be that big to, to create the power inside to shoot projectiles far. It took them, a, a, they could only move, the, the army themselves could move this cannon a mile a day. And they carried it over a thousand miles. The the Ottoman Empire carried this fucking cannon three years <laughs> over a thousand miles a mile a day to the fucking walls of Constantinople and started <laughs> close your eyes and imagine the sound of that. That's wild. You're you're fifteen. And you're you're hearing something that you've been told your entire life. Mm, that's never gonna happen. Basically. Is happening. Yeah, and it's actually right there. Dude, they the Ottoman Empire successfully sacked Constantinople. Mm. Tore it down. Killed most of everybody. But they saved a hundred and fifty thousand people or so that they turned to slaves and marched them all the way back damn to india to their that area to the indies where they came from mm. marched them all the way back 150,000 people murdered raped killed the rest dude yeah and then the ottoman empire reigned we we successfully ended the ottoman empire in world war 1 dude winning world war 1 was the end of the ottoman empire so so the Ottoman Empire. So it went from 1430s to 1910, 1912, when World War, 1918, when World War II ended. Not that long ago. That's 100 years ago, brother. Yeah. That's 100 years ago. Yeah. But that was, That's that wild. was like, those, and the thing is, all that was happening this crazy history that we've been told about, that we've learned about, all of that was happening. And then if you went 500 miles away, you had no fucking idea. Right. 
You didn't. If you didn't go there, if no one came yeah. through to tell you, you didn't know. You yeah. just and that's like how people and that's looming. how people got by, dude. Yeah. The people that escaped Constantinople in that time that fled back to Rome. That's what started the Renaissance era. The people that were escaping the fucking slaughter of the fucking Byzantines. And and basically one of the big marks and close to the end of Christendom when that happened. That was like the fourth crusades had just ended. And they they stopped the crusades because the crusades that happened from the 900s all the way up till then was the Byzantines marching down through the Ottoman Empire and getting the Turks... And then they said no, and they came back, and they qu- quit it. Yeah. But we don't deal with anything close to that now. No. Well, we know about every single well, thing going but, on. But the things that we see yeah. aren't anything close to that, dude. There's, no, there's nobody marching now across the land, killing everything in their path to get to a city to take it over to take 150,000 people yeah. as slaves and march them back. Yeah. That's not happening right now. The stuff that is happening, yes, is in in sight. is is It's terrible because it's on a little device in your face, right? And it's it's All it's like when 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 a shooter goes crazy in Germany, or a truck driver goes crazy in Germany and kills some people, or somebody goes crazy in France, or somebody. Yeah, those are horrific acts. They are. There is no doubt about that. But. A million people die a year from deer in America. Yeah. From deer-related car accidents, a million people die a year. And there's nobody tweeting fucking deer accidents. Yeah. It's or, true. you know, like, I don't know, man. I think we're too connected to the... Be- no one's tweeting the good things either. Like, yes, they are. They're out there. But the everyday little things that you just get struck by a surprise of an act of goodness and you go, oh my God, yeah. You don't just pull out your phone and wait, wait, can you replay that that goodness for me so I can get it? No, but when something <laughs> shitty's happening, oh my God, and it's there and then it's online and it's mm. everywhere and people can watch the shittiness. <laughs> and then you get distracted because you're sitting here as a person who's only supposed to be able to pay attention to 150 to 200 people. Yeah. And you're getting bombarded by thousands of people's horrible, shitty times. And it gives a perspective. It's easy to get a perspective that everything around you is shitty. Right. And then, well, yeah, there's the other side of the spectrum, too. The people that, you know, with social media that literally they post something and they get freaking 20 likes. And as soon as they get more likes, you know, it's like a little dopamine injection. And that they have that instant satisfaction of just like oh, having like... Uh, I posted something and I have a lot of hits on it, you know, um, you know, that is so brilliant. It's, it's both. It, I don't well, know. Social media I, is destructive. <laughs> I don't well, know. Yeah, I hope, that, I mean, I don't know. It's, it, it can be, mm-hmm. I think right now we're, I think it's, we're at such an infil- infantile stage of development as a human race in general with technology as an appendage. Yeah, definitely. We were pretty advanced as humans before electronics. Mm-hmm. I mean, in relative it, in in like relative to what we were without metallurgy, we were pretty advanced. We could build some skyscrapers, we had steam-powered shit, we had trains that were going everywhere, we had some basic cars. 
oh man, we could just start running some lines and some stuff and have some light bulbs in the in the houses. Yeah. There's not even fucking radio really yet. We have sending Morse code telegraphs. Like we were pretty advanced at that time for what we had been able to accomplish without smartphones, without the internet even being a hundred years away yet. But then we got this rush of technology and the amount of technology that we've gotten as people in the last 30 years, we haven't been around as humans long enough. I don't think we've been around as long enough with the technology we have to be accustomed to what the power is of what we're trying to use. Yeah, I think we're kind of like a freaking... 12 year old with a shotgun <laughs> kind of yeah in a way yeah a shotgun that right now we're told the bullets are fake yeah yeah we're told the bullets are fake true just don't pra- don't aim it at people but the bullets are fake so for a while i bet that kid listens and doesn't aim it at people and shoots these bullets he thinks are fake at the trees and at targets and stuff and then he aims at somebody, but he doesn't pull the trigger because he doesn't need to. But then maybe one day that kid, little kid, pulls a trigger. The, <laughs> the metaphorical kid, oh, twelve-year-old, oh yeah, pulls a trigger with something that he thinks is a fake bullet. Yeah, and it's gonna offend somebody or really hurt somebody or like a tweet from our president. Yeah, I kind of thought about that too. Actually, there's some very, very mixed. It's just bad, dude. Like, yeah. Shouldn't be on Facebook. He well, shouldn't be on. No, Twitter. I, I, I don't think that we should have the connectivity we have in general as people. I don't think we anybody yeah. should have it. Not just him. I don't think anybody should have that much connectivity. I really don't. Like, yeah, it's helpful for information if you're like really wanting to learn something. But if all you're doing is getting on on there to like, shit on people, like having a code Adam and treat fucking people like you know. shit. Or bash on them for who they are, who they want to be, or who they're trying to be. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah. Anybody can see that. Anybody can comment. And anybody else with their fucking dick in their hand can comment in on it, too, and be shitty people. It's yeah, true. there's some goodness out there. Not even, like, of course there's goodness out there, dude. Yeah. But. It's out there. But that's not what makes the headlines. No, it's not. The majority of it. That's not what makes the fucking news feed. It's crazy that, like, our. I don't know, like people from Saturday Night Live, obviously they're just like making a joke about the debates, you know, and, you know, (laughs) and then, you know, our president has to get on there and be like, SNL was completely classless and it was, you know what I mean? Like, la la la. And it's like, man, it's just a joke. Let it be a joke. But he signed up to take shit. Does no one remember all the jokes for eight years about Bush? Does no one remember all the jokes for eight years about Obama? Right. How about for the jokes for Clinton that are still going on? How about the jokes for Reagan? How about the ch- the jokes that are still happening for fucking Nixon? <laughs> That's all still fucking happening, dude. And like now, now oh, he man. and now oh I, I I can't take your jokes. Oh, you guys are gonna make jokes about me too? Fuck him, dude. Like <laughs> he's a, yeah okay. He's our president. I'm yeah. fine with that. Yeah, he's he's my president. Just as my, I didn't vote for him, but he's my president. True. Yeah. But the motherfucker better be able to take a joke because he's my fucking president. Right. I think the American people could take a joke. That's <laughs> a, well, <laughs> half of them. <laughs> yeah, true. No, Actually, no more. No. more um, I don't know, man. A lot of good. Pe- <laughs> there's a lot of people out there who can take a joke, but the most of, most of the good people who can sit here and take a joke and, and have discussions about it aren't the loud ones. 
it's the minority shitty people who are the loudest. Yeah. And that's what we get to see from both sides, man. I don't know. I don't even know how we got on this. Me either. I mean, we, I was just talking about how... I love how we got the lava lamp going. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get off the presidency. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get off the presidency. <laughs> yeah. It kind of looks like a lady. Oh. Like, there's a leg and her oh. knee up. It looks like a dancer. Almost like Like, twirling. not a stripper, though. Like no. a ballerina. Yeah. <laughs> a dancer. The hand coming on the backside? Definitely. Man, she got sharp bows. You better be careful. Don't snuggle on the couch with no, her. No, no snuggles. She needs to eat a friggin' if you look, If you look <laughs> at it this way, it could be an esophagus. Oh. Well, Dude, hey. Oh, hey, speaking of other old, old shit, we're going to get off that. Old so, shit. So we scientists have fucking discovered the oldest vertebrate. Did you see that? So wow. the oldest living vertebrate animal right now is an animal called the Greenland shark. Nice. And it's they're huge. They're like five meters long. Huge. Holy crap. Five meter fucking sharks. Um eat, they eat everything, but they, they swim super slow. So they, they they dwell on the bottom in low light and they swim super slow. And they have the un compared to other sharks. So we've known about them for a while, but scientists for a long time had been unable to kind of determine the age of the animal because we do use radiocarbon dating. We can get some yeah. skin samples from them and kind of age their, you know, figure out size for age ratios. Well, because they swim in such low light uh, in cold waters at such deep depths. No, it's not that. It's they have really mushy bodies. Uh, just deteriorates right through them. Or? Well, uh, no, it's well, ca- radiocarbon dating is, is they're, they're checking radi not radiation levels. They're just, kind of radiation levels but of carbon specifically yeah ions of carbon um in a in an electron microscope and they can check it through there they don't do it on the fish they take a sample from the fish and take it to a lab and check it there but anyway so but because of the just the way their bodies are we thought we couldn't take age for them but we knew they were really old and then we figured out that we had found one and brought it onto a research vessel I guess they they found one, brought it onto a research vessel. It was still alive, and they found that it grew some weird calcium, like like carbon weird deposits around its eyes because of the low light. So they were actually, and it was hard. So they're actually able to scrape some of the shit off of around its eyes. Holy crap! And test the date. <clears throat> and the fucker at, was like, well, they said it could the youngest possible date because it's not super accurate, but they get within like. So he said the youngest the shark could have been is like 270 years old but the oldest it could be was like 500 years old so they said but based on the size of it it was a little under five meters sorry hold on (coughs) it was a little under five meters long they said based on the size of the shark and how like active it is they're guessing it's probably around 400 years old based on the carbon dating plus the size of the shark from what they can tell they went kind of with a medium but it's a 400 year old shark the oldest known living vertebrate animal is right now on the planet. And Dang. so I was like, I heard that. That means that means when our country, when in, in 1776, when spry old fucking fucking George Washington and all those guys were sitting <laughs> there and fucking writing our Declaration of Independence, that fucking salty old crockety bastard shark <laughs> was, was already a hundred years old. That's crazy. It was already a hundred years old swimming around there just fucking being a little old fucking crotchety cunt. And those guys and like our our country was just being founded. 
Yeah, that's awesome. That's, it blows my mind. And it's a fucking shark. Cool. Yeah. Sharks are awesome. Oldest, oldest known animal vertebrate right now. There's other things that we know are older, but they're not classified as vertebrates, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, man. That's really neat. Isn't it? Sharks are just cool freaking creatures in general, man. Really. Yeah. They are very awesome. Instinctually driven, smart. You've kind of all large sea animals in general. Yeah, sea, true. Sea, fla- sea fauna. Because <laughs> I don't want to say animal. And they're all animals. Mammals, you know, fishes, cold-blooded, warm-blooded, whatever they are. They're all big. And they're all pretty cool in their yeah. own ways. I guess they don't really like show motion, so I guess the only thing you can say is they're instinctual. <laughs> you know, not a whole lot of, I don't know. Yeah, I guess they're not big nurturers. I guess sharks are kind of dicks. Yeah. You ever seen them freaking... Well, I guess whales do that too. They toss around their prey and stuff. Play with it. Yeah. Drag it out to freaking... Yeah. Throw it. Orcas are kind of dickish like that yeah, too. Yeah, the orcas especially. Well, nothing fucks with an orca, dude. Nothing fucks with them. They eat sharks. They eat everything. Yeah. They'll... Uh, but they'll they save people. They'll pool each other together and freaking... Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll work as a team. Yeah. But crazy. If I could be an EC animal, I'd be an orca, I think. That'd be cool. I don't know, man. As long as, long as I didn't get fucking trapped in shitty sea world. As long <sighs> as I wasn't one of those fucking poor bastards. Right? That'd suck. I'm never going to go there, dude. I'm never going to spend a dime for sea world. Me either. Ever. I'll spend dimes not going. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll walk right outside their door and throw money on the ground <laughs> before right. I can give them it to them. It's true. Uh, man, we're getting pretty opinionated over here. Are we really? Is that I, not, I think we're good. That? I think we should uh I think we should listen to a fucking a song. A song. Just song number up. three. People be like, Man, I like this you up until one. this point. This is a long one. Oh yeah. I think we're gonna do it. We're gonna we 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 just fucking played the spoop, we put the stop on for uh-huh. all you people. Oh, yeah. We're going to listen to Xanadu. Oh, Xanadu. All right. Maybe I'll make a really crazy noise at three minutes just so everyone can listen to Getty's tone. The bass tone? Uh-huh. Right. God, it's so good. And it does like a little time signature change. It's my favorite part of the whole song, right at three minutes. Yeah, Xanadu's great. Mm-hmm. Um, not many, I I did a little, not not many, like there's not much on what Xanadu is actually about. But best we can tell is um, it it mentions the guy named uh, Kublai Khan. It mentions that name a few times through this, and Kublai Khan was one of um, the like a Mongol emperor. After Genghis Khan, there was a Kublai Khan, or before Genghis Khan was Kublai Khan. I don't know. He was one of the Khans. But anyway, I guess Xanadu is supposed to be like a mythical place you go after sometime a special place you can get to if you're a mongol but i don't know uh, n- not really much information on what the fucking song's about it's huh. just it's just in crazy writing it's a great song yeah yeah crazy is a All good right. word to describe it there's a drop oh see how it shit. did i line it up where right? are we at <sighs> but uh i'm two and one
faint sounds. I was actually just trying to be quiet the whole time, just because if you listen really closely, the vinyl does such a great job. Listen to those birds. That's awesome. I always love bells. Cheers. Cheers. Slapping the bass. Slapping <laughs> the bass.
Getty kind of has a little bit different tone in his voice. Like he kind of always has like very similar, like you know what I mean. But yeah, in this song, it seems like, especially in the beginning of the vocals when they come in, he's like, I don't know, it's, he's softer. Um, he just like holds it differently. He really feels it. It sounds really natural. Yeah, it does. It's so high. It's brilliant writing, man. It's so brilliant. feelings yeah i love i don't know it's more creative aspect man they have another it thing is. they can add to it no you're right it doesn't really take away i just love the guitar driven shit they wrote oh, I, I, oh yeah me too Music is just so good.
<laughs> oh my god. If only if we'll tell them. Just when you thought it was over, Rush fucking dicks you with another one. Oh, yeah, Xanadu is uh, quite the meaty, meaty track. You guys, we just we just sat through that together. We, that was amazing, right? All right. <laughs> yeah, guys. So... Yeah, me and Aaron, we we've been discussing because we've been <laughs> we've been listening to the past podcasts, and uh, you know, just to try to better it, I guess, you know, and figure out things that we'd like, things we don't like, and uh, we've been thinking, and we were like, ah, well, let's try, let's try an episode where we, you know, play through the tunes a little bit more, yeah, and talk. not talk over them so much. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of what we're doing, but uh, we do love proggy music that. You know, we have freaking six, seven minute songs we're gonna play on here. So that was I an hope eleven that a, minute song. Yeah, that that was that a, was eleven that was a, minutes. That was a grip. That was a we grip. we sat through that together. <laughs> That's awesome. But uh, we we laughed. We had a good chuckle just a couple minutes ago. And Aaron grabbed the lava lamp and he decided to give it a good shake. And I don't know. Me and Aaron are, are like little kids in a candy store <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> especially because like I don't know. If you, I wish I wish you guys were in here with us because. We have so much stuff to play with. But they would have seen that. Like, the wax was just, yeah. it did funny stuff to us. But you guys <laughs> would have been like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> right. I'd be like, why are you guys laughing at that? You're just playing with a lava lamp. <laughs> Me and Aaron like to make, I don't know. We're like kids. We're like kids laying on our back looking up at the sky, making freaking figures out of the clouds. Yeah, man. With this freaking lava lamp. Me and you are always that guy. We're creative like that we're always trying to be like that kind of looks like this but yeah aaron disturbed the force of the lava lamp and it was hilarious I, I, <laughs> it needed a reset it did and now it's this big old blob yeah it, it's, it's it's it made the tall shoot sometimes you know when lava lamps like burst up when they're first starting to heat up and it's going and like shoots up to the top and it, it just was this tall little <laughs> like esophagus tower it was and i had to shake it and break the tower right and get um say now, a farewell to the kings of uh <laughs> of the lava lamp and their tower <laughs> fell and right. now it's heating up to rebuild rush oh. rush would be proud yeah that'd be wonderfully proud and now the lava lamp kind of looks like mud butt <laughs> speak dude it's <laughs> so funny it looks that. like mud guess butt. what i did this morning for the very first time <laughs> I don't. I don't know what to say after you. Say, we're talking about mud, but I. Mud. I, I, I. You said yeah, mud, but it's okay. It's all I right. want we you can talk use, about. I big want things. you. I want you to use that. Guess what I did this morning, for the very first time in my life, and Beth prompted me to. Cool. You've done it before. Dutch oven. No, I didn't Dutch oven. Oh, that man. was not the dude. Oh. I've so many times. <laughs> okay. No, but you've done it before. <sighs> and now took and your shirt off to take a poop. Did I know? Did I know? <laughs> that's so not it. That's oh, so really? It. Dude, that's the best. <laughs> I, I know. Dude, okay. No, I've done Corey, that. I've done that. You're so right. Corey Hatton, Once you dude. told me, once you told me that, I... I it was Corey Hatton and Kenny Dean. So I want to say <laughs> sophomore year of football. 
And ever since, dude, like if I get home and I'm like, oh man, I, I kind of got to poop. I'll just fucking whip my shirt off. Yeah, I do. It's you, so Since much you told me that, I do it now. Isn't it fucking legit? I, you have to poop with your shirt off, dude. It's the best way to live. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's great. Guys everywhere are like, oh my God. And girls everywhere are like, I wish I could walk around without a bra. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah, they wish they That's could. life. Yeah. But do it. Mars, Venus. You're in the bathroom. There's no one there. Do it, women. Take your shirt off. Poop. Right? Put it back on. You'll Please. feel so much better. I promise it's a more enjoyable poop. Guaranteed. I don't know why. Restriction. So even subconscious. Yeah. I think it's just like an enclosure thing. You want to be a little free when you poop, man. And there's right. just a little bit of a restrict. I mean, something around you. I don't know. Right. I have a feeling like, I don't know. I think like younger people have a tendency to just like barely pull their pants down to go poop. When was Sometimes the last? When some people like pull their pants all the way down to their When ankles, was the last dude? time you peed with your pants all the way down? Dude. When was only the, to make someone feel awkward as hell. But when was the last time? How long has it been since you went to stand up at a urinal, but the Dude. pants went all the way to the ankles to pee? How long has it been? It had to have been like in the Girdwood bathroom when I knew that like me and a couple other of my bros had to go to. And th- then I knew they were coming in after me. So it has those like little like pre stalls. You know, what I, I mean? did it like a week ago. <laughs> you did? No shit. So, oh, well. Sometimes I don't know. Yeah. So at my at my work, <laughs> uh-huh. we, our bathrooms are like single bathrooms, but all the bathrooms have a stall in them. So like a urinal in them. There's a urinal and then a toilet right next to the urinal, but there's no stalls. I mean, it's just a single gotcha. bathroom. You go and you lock the oh, door yeah. behind you, but they all have a urinal. And so I was just <laughs> I'm only one in the bathroom. I don't know, man. Right. I just like. It dawned on me I hadn't fucking. You could. I was like, God, I, I, it had to have been over 10 years since before. I've, I actually just, right. like, instead of just unbuttoning but holding your pants up still, like, yeah, right. I just let them go, dude. I just let it fall <laughs> all the way. Just pants, cell the- phone. I mean, my everything was in my <laughs> pockets, wallet, uh, my flashlight for work. <laughs> and it just fell down. Let the pants hit the floor! Go! Dude, it was great, and it was a it was a gloriously it. freeing pee. Good. I have never thought what if it would almost be like dropping your pants all the way and taking your shirt off to pee. How much better would that be? At the same time, yeah, like taking shirt off to poop, but dropping your pants all the way to pee. Maybe taking both off, standing and peeing with There's your <sighs> pants all the way down your shirt. That's like peeing naked. I I don't know if I've done that since I was um peeing naked. I don't know. Shower? You ever pee in the shower? Oh, yeah, of course. Sometimes. Everyone's, dude, if you have to go really bad. You, dude, you just put a little soap down the drain after it. Right? You just make sure it's all good. Hopefully you drink a lot of water. Oh, we drink so much water. Right? We're pretty... We drink a lot of beer, too. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, yeah, we drink a lot of beer, but... but I, there's water. I, there's water in there. <laughs> there's water in there, and I yeah. really try to drink <laughs> as much water as I do beer. Definitely equal portions. Yeah, if you can. No, I, I really, I, I really try to. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. No, that that's so weird. Peeing with your pants down. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners are like, "Oh my god, man!" The women will never understand. Well, <laughs> standing up to pee with your pants down, they just won't. Well, dude, no. Women have that new invention. They got the freaking stand-up little cupper pop thing that That's, makes them pee out in and, the woods, and that makes that might make them feel way better, but it's still not the same. <laughs> way better. 
They can't do the shake after. They have no... They can't do the shake. They could... <laughs> wiggle their uterus. I don't know. No, I don't know. No, I don't know. That don't make sense. <laughs> I mean, just wiggle those hips. I don't know. No. Twerk. There's no way. No, they can't get. There's the nothing same. good about any of that. Nope. No. no. They they don't have the shake. Mm. I wonder. I don't know. You know what I think? I've only I've seen some of these products, you know, online, right, and I course, actually I know course. a couple of girls that have got them for gag gifts and other stuff, and they guess they freaking work awesome. But what I've never seen is, is like, one that you know obviously is functional, but there's like a little napkin side pouch, because like we to don't clean it to wipe it up afterwards. Because we don't we don't nap, dude. Bros don't use napkins on them. Like we That's don't so, pat down the tip so, of ours. I'm so glad you said bro. Dude, yeah, bros don't. Bros don't pat the tip because all the paper will stick to the tip of the. It's un. It sucks. And it's weird. Yeah, yeah. And you don't want that. No. But I don't know. But if you had a device, you'd pat the tip of that. <laughs> you wouldn't worry about if it was a device. Yeah. An implement for helping your your direction of urination. Right. Yeah. But it should. It should have like a little side pouch and wet napkins of. Special, special right. naps. Right. You're a naps. To make you feel like a princess. <laughs> Dude, you okay. deserve that princess. Okay, so me and Aaron, <laughs> this is awesome. Please tell it. Dude, we should freaking have a funny like product line, you know? like Maybe that should invent. be our thing. Cause, like, product line you know, of stuff we invent. The podcast is going to be free, you know? We, we devote time with this throughout our week, you know? And we're not, you know, we don't... We ex- should get something special, make premium membership. Maybe, maybe, and it comes with this fun little kit of fun things, and we'll send you a freaking a pee in the woods kit. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that should be the first kit product we patch. talk about. <laughs> nah, be looking forward to t-shirts, beanies, freaking s- hashtag pee kit side pouch. <laughs> Dude, I know they're gonna take my idea. Pee kit side pouch. Pee kit side pouch. Yep, they're gonna say it. Genius. I don't know. We've had some good ideas on this show. <laughs> yeah, man. We have so That's far. very practical. <laughs> it is. I'm looking out for the, you know, the dabbers out there. The, <laughs> the dabbers. You got to be clean, cleanly. Hygiene have. in this day and age is so major. Can't get freaking yeast infections. Dude, you brought it back full circle. So remember a bit ago when I said, <laughs> guess what I did for the first time ever that you've done too? Oh, my God. And you God. just brought it back all the way back to hygiene? Oh, my guess Lord. Guess what I did for the first time ever? I face masked, motherfucker. Yeah. I face masked. Yeah. I put one of those little stupid peely things <laughs> on my face. I rubbed the cream all over my face. It burned. Didn't Did like it. it. It hurt. Oh. It made my face really hurt. It felt like I got a bad. Did you get the black one? No, I got the blue one. Oh, Beth man. Beth bought me the blue one. Oh. And she said it's for men. And I looked at the front and the, 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 the guy on the packet <laughs> looked awesome. like a girl. Oh. It really feminine face. Weird, but okay. Like, it wasn't like a guy, the guy had a Not beard. that weird. And but. then he had this face mask stuff. Because I have a big beard. So I could yeah. only put it. On like the upper part of my cheeks, so you like thickened and it then, up there. But I, I, but I put it way back on my forehead. 
I got a good I got a good bit in my head. I got it back on there. Yeah, I put it on on my head, not right. just on my forehead. <laughs> I, I imagine your face being that long, like wrapping <laughs> all the way back. Oh man! Um, anyway, so amazing. it sucked. I it just burned. It it felt like I had a sunburn on my face. Yeah, it that, just was like, that oh, does and suck. then it, and then it got dry and like. <laughs> And so I figured the best way to do it was to grab it at the top and peel it down my forehead. Yes. And so I did that, and that was fine. And then it got stuck in my eyebrows. Oh. And and I just pulled and went, and it pulled off and then went down and pulled on my nose. And actually, the part when it left my nose was pretty nice. It made my nose feel good. Right. That's why I do it. Um, but then it went down, and it got stuck in my beard, bro, in my mustache. It got stuck all right in here, and oh. I just had to, like, pull it away from my face and it was just pulling i lost hairs uh-huh. it was stuck in it you lose any eyebrow hair oh yeah i lost some eyebrow hair <laughs> wow that's it, crazy crap i'm never dude. gonna do it again she goes but this is so good for your like really the more you do it the better your face will be and i go listen yeah, men very- have had faces for two thousand <laughs> or two hundred thousand years didn't have this shit she goes yeah but you used to put mud on it and i go went exactly that's the same. <laughs> Rub some fucking dirt. dirt in it. Rub some dirt in it. You'll be fine. They didn't say put mud on your face to pull the dirt out of your face. You just rub dirt in it. Right. That's so no, awesome. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fucking face. Not mask. a believer. Nope. Not gonna face mask no. my face anymore. No. It wasn't worth it. Yeah. Didn't like it. Not that much happened. I still had dirty pores. Yeah. I just See, wash I'm, my face. I squeeze them. I pop. Right. My, I pop my pores. Yeah. I do all the freaking. I do the blackhead lifts off my nose and shit. See, I, 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 I don't know, man. I just don't like them if they're big. Cause sometimes, I mean, I can easily. I get big around. ones, too. Yeah. I just, I just squeeze them. Yeah, you can do that. I don't they know. Nose all red. I know. <laughs> this Dude, is so I totally funny. We're it. talking I about totally this right get, now. I totally get it. But you know what, man? Like this is bro talk. I I only do it real girly bro talk. <laughs> it's good. Hey, man. I hope so. Guy, guy etiquette. Guy etiquette. Right. It's fine. One day we'll freaking we have, have to, a product. We have to, to take endorse. care of ourselves. I hope the people out there right now are like, "Wow, at least they care enough to like talk about how they take care of us. At least we take think about it." We Some do. Some people don't fucking think about it. I take care of myself. Yeah, I try to. Yep. Actually, my wife takes care takes care of me a lot too. <laughs> Probably more often than I even realize because she's amazing. <laughs> yep. No, I'm. Yeah. Dude, I'm the same way. I. It's We're been, fortunate. It's, it's been in grip since I've had to fucking do laundry, man. <laughs> I cook a lot of meals and I do a lot of other shit, but it's been a grip since I've had to do my own laundry. And yeah, and I love it. Thank you, babe. Right. She'll never listen to this. She mm-hmm. tells me she will, but the girls will never listen. Probably not. Not it's this. Okay. Not this far in, dude. They'll they'll get to an eleven minute rush song and just turn it off and say later. Yeah, right. And then the, by by the time they go get back to the later, the next episode will be out, and so they'll only listen to the beginning again. <laughs> <laughs> of the That's next awesome. Episode. We're like talking about how awesome our ladies are, but they, they they're are. just not into this. No, they they just have a lot of other stuff. True, it's true. Our podcast. they listen to us every day. No shit, they know these. You opinions. guys hear us two hours a week. They hear us um, <laughs> like every day minus eight hours a day. <laughs> right. Do that math. I'm not going to mm. do that right now either. <laughs> but I'm gonna. True story. I, f- I found the new beer, and you're Dude, having one right now. This is awesome. Isn't it? Thank tastes you. Pretty good. Thank you. So Dude. It's called Diesel it. Punk. It's called Diesel Punk. I love it. 
and it's made it's an engineered for taste and it's actually a pretty good one i don't know who it's you know what i by. love about it and call me silly because what i love about it is actually the um <laughs> the can it's itself. dieselpunkbrew.com it's brewed in new york yeah that's I know, awesome man. i found it dieselpunk double ipa dude it's, it's fucking really good beer. it's 8.5 percent yeah alcohol volume holy crap and it what, has a cool robot yeah what i loved about it most what i was saying was the, the art on the freaking can it reminds me of uh robots right the animated i'm really i love animated freaking disney or pixar or whatever all all yeah, those yeah. me but, too but it reminds me of robots and it reminds me of um the main squeeze not not the the kid that creates everything but uh mr oh um, um bigglesworth or no not mr bigglesworth <laughs> I know, that's I know. I austin it. powers that's <laughs> the cat from austin powers <laughs> but Robots? uh his famous saying is see a need fill a need and that's actually i say it at work all the time the see a need fill a need see a need fill a need and uh, this movie yeah robots just type in robot CNE Philanid and it'll say his name probably. Um, We're gonna God, what's his name? The character's name. But yeah, I Ewan don't know. McGregor. It's a, it's a, uh, it's such a great saying. Really, it's simple. It's like, man, I just, it gets cuts to the chase. I saw something that needed to get done, so I filled it. Or in his case, obviously he was a big weld. He was big oh. weld. Is that the guy's name? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Big Weld, Mel Brooks, the old man, Mel oh, Brooks. Yeah, dude, Mel that Brooks has done Mel some Brooks, great shit. Mel Brooks is one of the greatest filmmakers of all time, in my opinion. Yeah, he's my favorite. Mm. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> for real, I didn't even know. And I've been quoting that friggin' saying. Mel for Brooks, ever. Big Weld, see a need, fill a need. <laughs> Very cheesy, but you know, I love it. That's I love so it. good. It, that makes dude, me actually really happy. Me. Reminds me of St. John's. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And just people being neighborly and... See you need, fill you need. Wow. Mel Brooks. Dude, ro- robots is... I'm going to use the I'm gonna use the word one more time. Powerful fucking Mel Brooks, dude. Powerful. I love that You guy. know what's funny? When I wrote down in the notes for this week, and I was like, oh, man, me and you have been talking about inspiration and coming into this year. Like, yeah. We completely ran into this, you know... Just by chance, absolutely. you know. Yeah, so absolutely. Go out and get it. See a need and fill a need, everyone out there. Yeah, and I'll do the same. <laughs> yeah, we'll all work Too on cool. it. Absolutely, good fucking call. Yeah, that makes me happy. Yeah, dude. Um. Well, I get, I don't know, man. One more song. Sure. You want the last one? Yeah. What's uh What's uh next? So I got to make one more drop. Yeah. This song is called Cygnus X1. And this is actually called it's it's about a black hole that is in the Cygnus constellation for real. There's a Cygnus constellation, it's about the uh, there's a black mm-hmm. hole in the middle of the constellation that we found out about after they wrote the song. So we weren't sure there was a black hole in the middle of this constellation, the Cygnus constellation, which it was, was a speculation. So they so they wrote about in the song, they wrote about a, a quote-unquote black hole in the middle of this constellation at the heart of it. And turns out there was one. They And so 
like the wow. space like scientists named it Cygnus X one, the name of the black hole after the Rush song. How's Let that? Let that sink in. Yeah. <laughs> Let that sink in. But anyway, so this is this is actually wow. book one. So they wrote <laughs> this and this is about a journeyman who is he thinks there's something on the other side of the black hole. So this is this first song is a journey about it's it's a three part song. What we're about to hear is three parts, and it's about his journey to the black hole. And then the next album they write is called Hemispheres, and it's book two, Hemispheres. And so the first song on the second album, and it's actually when you listen to Hemispheres uh-huh. when on the vinyl, just like Twenty One Twelve, Rush Twenty One Twelve is the first A side is all seven parts of 2112 on hemispheres it's all five parts of hemispheres it's 18 minutes long gotcha and so and that's actually this part two the ne- so the a side of the next album they wrote is part two of the last song on the b side of this album and it's a whole concept between the two albums but anyways so that's what we're going to listen to right now that's freaking beautiful god i love people that write music with purpose this is why we're doing it man it's because all these beautiful, beautiful artists that have came before us, laying it down, inspiring us. All right, we're gonna Let's see how good my fucking drop is on this one. Let's see if I can go uh, two good drops. Undefeated. Today. I, I had my my very first drop was the bad one. The very first drop on the first episode was a shitty drop. No, I, yeah. Since you're then, I've been flawless. great. Right at the beginning. No lead out. Trail off. No trail <laughs> off. And actually no no noise. No blank noise. It started right at the beginning. That was pretty close, man. <laughs> I got really lucky on that one. I almost went into the song. But I still, call, right. I still call that a good drop. You would have got 10 straight across, but the French judge. So this voice is Terry Brown. The producer. The producer. That produced 10 albums with Rush. Up until Signals. Up until Signals. Signals is his last album he did, right? No, Signals is the first first album they did without him. Yeah. I think so. We have that album here. After this song, we're going to talk a little bit about our collection. Hell yeah. Yeah, let's talk about our collection.
Yep. Underrated. He is one of the most underrated guitar players of all time. Dude, him, I, him and then Brian May, the uh, guitarist for Queen. Yeah. Those two. They get upstaged by the vocalists. Maybe. There'd be no rush, dude. Like, you could definitely. There would Alex, be. Alex, the guitar playing. He's one of the best guitar players of all time. Definitely. Really? I think so. Alex Likes is one of the best of all time. Yep. Love this fucking lockdown. kind of morbid waltzy feeling. Yeah. Three four. Yep. Yep. Yes. It's a three four waltz. But yeah. Very cool. Not all of it. Some no. of it's seven eight. This also has, like I was saying, the highest note he's ever sang in a recorded album. Nice. Coming up here toward the end. Note. 
Doesn't look like that's upside down. The S. Yeah. The small size on the bottom. Uh, they could have done it. It looks Celtic. you can draw out of those changing parts are so swift. Rush does it like no one else, man. They just grabbed me by the nuts. Hell yeah. Right there. The last words he said is he's ripped apart. The black Ouch. hole rips him up. I will be ripped apart is the last words he says right there. Rough. Because he, he goes through a black hole. He's ripped apart. Like, <laughs> goodbye. So fucking what cool. a trip, man! Rush. I love the fact that like that's what they wanted to produce in fucking '77. That's that's what th- what what we heard right there was exactly what they wanted us to hear. That's what they wanted to convey to us, and they did, man. Mm. That's like Dude. they because of that song right there, they created a whole nother album to finish the fucking song they started on this album. Right? They just couldn't freaking have enough of that. Uh, I don't know so much of freaking I I have like the more when I freaking first listened to Rush I guess when I was younger all the really popular songs you know that's what hit me and then as I like started getting older and getting more into progressive music like I'm still realizing like how much of the influence has soaked in like even though you know they yeah. were like one of my favorites um, you know right off the bat like even though they're like a more recent favorite man i when i don't know as as i keep going and learning how to play new drum parts and everything i see you know neil pert is a lyricist right yeah absolutely he's a lyricist and the way he follows all of his parts and the way that he gets like 
I don't know. He follows the lyrics so well, and all the parts are distinct, even though they all flow seamlessly together. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I like duplicate this. No, but but it's strange how our music does that. But I do love that, and I value that so much. And like, that's what I want to do as a drummer and get better at like, you know, and being a vocalist also for our project as a musician. Yeah, I want to. I don't know. I want to give. I want to give that. And I want people to feel that and hear that with our music too. So it's really good. I don't know, getting reassurance and great influence from you know older stuff. Yeah, listen to older stuff, man. Yeah, I, I agree, man. I've I've been on a huge kick as of late. Um, <laughs> just kidding. It takes, man. I just uh, we've been in we were over two hours already, brother. True. We're killing it. This is so awesome. Better just text me. The power of phones not even in the room. Are you still podcasting? <laughs> yep. yep. No, this is great, man. I'm 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 loving this forever. Heck yeah. Um, I did want to say, um, yeah, man. Like, y- y- listen to older music. Go Good. back. Go back, and if even if you're somebody who, if if this was the first time you've ever even heard of the band Rush. You have a lot of work to do. <laughs> you have a lot of catching up. Because there's a lot of other bands that the, are the, circulating. The music that you listen to right now that you think is awesome, guess where they got why they're... Guess why they are the way they are. Yeah. It's the older dudes. It's the ones that really learned about music, learned about tone before it was... They were the ones was, who invented tone. Before it was clicking. Who invented tone. Yeah. That's the thing. Nothing better than watching someone just play with Super raw, you know. It, uh, Acoustic. We're gonna. You guys are gonna hear so many albums that we have. Um, my. Uh, uh, so the collection we're going through. The, yeah. The, the, our our albums. Um, the beginning of it started. I had been talking for a while about just wanting to get vinyls and start listening to vinyls. So, two years ago, no, one year ago, right? Yeah. One year ago on Christmas or for my birthday or something like that. Um. It was Christmas. It was Christmas. Yeah. Beth, Beth was Christmas. everybody went together, got me a fucking sweet record player. Heck yeah. Um, and then one of Jason's coworkers um, had a bunch of old vinyls and donated a bunch of vinyls, like, you know, basically gave them to me for Christmas, doing this whole thing, gave them to us, the, the oh, household. Yeah. Not, yeah. not just, you know, gave them to the household. Mm-hmm. Um, and it started with a really pretty pretty solid collection. Yeah. Um, and then one of our best friends from all time, Sean Millette, Sean, um, was living with us and his dad had bestowed him part of his collection and I had started mine and Sean, you know, we're we're all brothers and we he recognized right. that they'll actually be played and listened to and I have his dad's whole collection in my collection now. Right. Um I integrated everything, safekeeping and you know, listening to them, man. Right, I mean, they right. sat, you know, and they sharing s- them, sharing them. They sat in a box for so long. So, um, as of yet, we haven't had to play one of Doug's albums yet, but there's, <laughs> yeah, there's quite a few in stuff. Oh yeah. There's quite a few in there that are going to be coming mm-hmm. up. That'll mm-hmm. be on our, and we've definitely pod. listened to them outside of, you know, just uh, podcasting. You know, I've, we've I've, listened yeah, to I've, I've listened to every, everybody. Have. We have yeah. over a hundred albums there. Oh, haven't ca- we haven't counted them, but we have a, you know, yeah. And then other than that, we've gone to local record stops around here. Heck um, yeah. We've gone to um, the Vinyl Resting Place in St. John's. Heck yeah. Um, local. Great. Keep it local. 
Absolutely. Um, mm. Gone to a couple places in Vancouver. Um, Music Millennium right. on Broadway. Um, you know, lots of places. And then we also we went on um, Mississippi. Um, oh, what's the name of that place on Mississippi? So vinyls have a white... Really cool art in the back. Oh, I can't remember the name of their store. I feel so bad. Bad right parking, now. but I remember what you're talking about because that place was cool. Yeah, and big. Um. So, but no. Anyways, um. You know, and then, man, my dad gave us a bunch. Give me a yeah. bunch. A lot of good albums from here that we're gonna play from his collection too. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, we're all actually the Boston album was from my dad. Heck yeah. So. That was the second album we played. Heck yeah. Last week's. That was my first choice. Thanks, Dickie. We love you, buddy. Yep. <laughs> Made sure he signed them all for me. Heck yeah. No, but, you know, our, our the record collection is, you know, it comes from a lot of people, man. A lot of people we care about. Hand-me-downs, mm-hmm. passing by them. I'm going to be getting another box here soon for my dad. Because um, he has, so cool. he has like 10,000 rec- vinyl, man. In, in, I mean, he just has a whole a whole storage container shed full of them. And in at my mom's house to hold that whole shed, but my mom's house is Holy full. Holy moly! So man. he's just been going through them, pulling some out, dusting them off. Mm. You know, some of them got warped and stuff like that from sitting so long. You're but just checking them out, making sure they work. So. And then sending <laughs> send them to me, man. The the ones I like, you know, there, there's some old country western stuff that I won't like, but I even told them like throw in the you know throw in the Willie Nelson, throw in the Johnny oh, yeah. Cash, throw in the Highwaymen. I want to hear some Chris Christopherson. Blues Brothers. Oh yeah, all of course. <laughs> Blues Brothers, we sweet. Nah, man, we'll play anything. And actually, yeah, if anyone we're, out there listening, we're gonna be throwing on some Waylon yeah. Jennings and some, some. I'm definitely Willie Nelson, dude. Willie Nelson was such a oh, yeah. huge part of my foundation man. as a childhood. Especially because his, his health is failing, man. His health is failing. He ain't but, doing so good. I mean, he's old. But he's lived look his whole how life. He's but, like uh, 96, dude. Oof. Yeah. He he was doing shows up until last year, wasn't he? Well, yeah, man. Willie Nelson's fucking old as fuck, and it, this the weed. That guy's just it keeping himself is, alive, man. man. He yeah. I mean, he's like the biggest pot advocate besides Cheech and Chong. Yep, and they're not dead. Weird, right? But they smoke every day since <laughs> ever. <laughs> it must be a miracle. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know either. It's like the crab's medicine. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is great. But hey, whatever. You yep. know, be into what you're into. If you like to freaking have a beer after work, do that. If you freaking like smoking a little herb, do that shit. God damn. You know, don't do anything that's going to hurt if yourself. If you if you if you <laughs> like if 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 you are one of those people who are compulsive and like to go out and really touch the crazy stuff and do that I mean, do it, too. Just don't bite anybody's faces off, man. That's right. what I'm saying. We do not condone the f- the biting of people in general. Yeah, right. Don't Cannibalism bite. for, yeah. Not our bag. Nope. <laughs> Which is why we uh, we don't do anything that makes us want to bite people. Truth. Truth. We are a bite-free <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Unless it's in bed. Unless it's in bed. <laughs> if If... Biting's deserved. <laughs> Nibbling. We're nibblers. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Guess what? Hey. Brother. Hey. Cheers to you. Cheers to everyone. Cheers to everyone out there. Heck yeah. 
Good job. Um, we love you. That's it. That's it. We uh, that's another journey through time and stuff. Uh, yeah. Have a good week. <laughs>